Welcome back to New Rockstars. Just like Arthur Harrow, a once disciple of Amit, found himself becoming the avatar of Amit, I've become MT's avatar, and I'm now here to consume all of your rogue theories. Yes, feed them to me. I'm off-screen producer Brandon, and going rogue with me today, and flying in on her golden wings, it's Whitney Van Lanningham. Hello, Whitney. Wide enough for you to see me flapping my wings, oh, but I, I know. am. It's not but fair. I am. <laughs> we can imagine those beautiful golden wings shining in the sun, blocking bullets. Thankfully, thank God those were bulletproof. Dude, bulletproof wings sounds great. Uh, I, I know, right? want that so bad. You can fly and not get shot. Perfect. Perfect. That's scenario. the perfect combination. It really I is. I think everyone would agree that's the perfect scenario. Yeah, that's the one thing Spirit Airlines won't guarantee. They'll <laughs> exactly. fly you there, but you They'll might get shot. They'll fly you there, but you might get yeah. shot. I don't know. If you if you pay for the upgrade, you don't get shot, guys. Trust me. Trust me. You just got to remember to pay for the upgrade. Wow, big bucks, Brandon over here. Mm, <laughs> hey, in. hey, <laughs> you know, when I'm flying on Spirit, I fly like a millionaire. That should be the slogan for Spirit. Fly like a millionaire or risk gun injury. Yeah, fly like a millionaire. We can't guarantee you won't get shot. No middle ground, but they're all middle seats, baby. Spirit. <laughs> they're all middle seats. <laughs> uh, and of course, someone I would always trust to pick me up from the airport and not shoot me in the face. It's Matt Acevedo. Hello, hey. Matt. Hey, yeah. Thanks, man. I would pick you up from the airport. I would even drive to LAX for you, Brandon. Whoa, that is huge. Yeah, That's man. a huge. I'm going to keep That's that. Big. It's on yeah. camera. I'm going to You don't need to that. pay for gas. You know, I got you. Yeah, I got wow. you. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's very kind of you. Uh, I live in Northridge, so it's going to be a heck of a trip for you. Wow. <laughs> well, we can always listen to new rock stars on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll need a few episodes uh, to listen to in the car for sure. Uh, and someone I have personally seen do a full sprint down the side of a pyramid it's Tommy Bechtold. Hello, Hi, Tommy. Good to be here. I woke up this morning in this institution dressed in all white with white walls everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I hope everything's okay. I hear they're playing bingo later. Oh, yes, they are. What's in the cup? Is it wine or is it sand? Uh, it's a mixture of both. I call it a sandy beach. <laughs> it's one part wine cooler, one part sand, one part Malibu coconut rum. Delicious. A perfect way to start the day. Well, well, everyone, the series, or possibly season, finale of Moon Knight has finally lit up the night sky. And boy, what a finale it was. Uh, from the sands of the Dua in the afterlife to back in the London flat, strapped to his bed, Mark and Steven have made their peace and are doing a one-man version of The Odd Couple. But wait, this body has a stowaway or two. That leads us to our first topic today. Who is in control, okay? What's the balance now for Mark, Steven, and Jake? Do Mark and Steven know anything about Jake? Do they know he's still there? What did Layla see uh, when Jake took over during that battle and she was pinned up against a van getting shot point blank with her, her thankfully bulletproof wings? Uh, uh, do Mark and Steven know that Conchu is still bonded with a part of them? How do we think this new arrangement is working out? I was going to say, you know that I'm sure you guys already know what my first question is. I probably don't have to say it, but the, like... When Steven and Mark jerk off now, do they have to think about the same thing? Like, do they have to be like picturing mentally the same scenario for them to both come? Or is it like one one of them is like, 
Mark, stop it. Stop wanking to feet. You know, like, is that like, do one of them have like a weird thing and the other one doesn't? Mark's a footman. Like, Mark's a footman, in my opinion. Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. I kind of imagined it like a Pacific Rim thing, you know, where it's like, like, I, you know, they, they go into the Pacific Rim, you know, robot and. They're drift compatible. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, Siri, I got to turn this off because Siri keeps things I'm talking to. <laughs> Get out of here. Maybe me and Siri are one. That's what's going on. Would you like Siri to watch Pacific compatible. Rim? Uh, Always. All right, Brandon, I'm going to give it to you straight here. I think that. Give it to me straight. I think Jake is in control. I think Mark is the alpha being, but I believe Mark, just based on Conchu saying Mark has no idea how broken of a person he is or whatever. Uh, uh, I, whatever that line is, I'm paraphrasing. I think Mark is in control. Uh, as I said on our, our smash hit show, The Break Room yesterday, I believe that <laughs> Jake Lockley is not a known public persona. I believe Jake Lockley impersonates Mark Spector when, while still being a separate personality inside of Mark's head. To the outside world, I believe he has received as Mark Spector. And I've also been uh, never been more confident that Jake killed Layla's father because oh, okay. I think For sure. I oh, think yeah. that's what Layla saw when Jake took control in the fight in the streets of Cairo. He just savagely murdered everyone around. Perhaps even an innocent civilian or two pushing a cart, you know, trying to sell some like Italian ice or something, some ice cream truck man just gets a right in the throat. So I think she saw such savage, you know, murder that that it was like scary to her. And I believe if they do do a season two, she'll put two and two together and realize that there is this one side of Mark, at least one side, that is a savage, unrepentant killer. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's an interesting point, Tommy. So do you think that Jake put a memory of like Bushman killing Layla's dad into Mark or Mark just assumes that he doesn't remember and he assumes that's what happens? I think Jake and Conchu have the true relationship. No, ah. I think I think Jake kills whoever Conchu wants, and Conchu tells Mark that he only kills bad people. And like, ah, you're okay. doing, yeah. you know, Conchu has Mark feeling like uh, the Punisher or something. Like, I'm only taking out the trash. But then Jake is like, "You want me to kill a senator? I'd love to kill a senator. You want me to kill his kids too? That'd be fun. Sure, no not? problem. Yo, kill you want to do two? Every state's got two. Come on, yeah. let's go. Yeah, I kill them yeah, all. I kill them all. I definitely dig that theory. Uh, I, I I also agree that Jake is the one that's kind of in control. I think, uh, you know, he kind of appears when both of them show signs of weakness. So I think that maybe there was a moment when he was with the mercenaries or uh, group that maybe he couldn't go through with it, and like that. You know, this is that's how he came to be. Maybe he thought about uh, I don't know Machete or some movie, and it was like, this is who I need to be to get this job done. But I agree that like that he's definitely the one in charge, and Conchu's just playing them both. Uh, I don't think that they know. I think that they think they're free. I think they mm -hmm. think they they don't Absolutely. have the power of Conchu anymore. I think yeah. they're uh, um, I think they're in for a rude awakening. Um, yeah, part of me thinks that uh, Conchu wanted Mark and Steven to kind of like think that they were the one, ones in control because like maybe they needed to be like work together or get to this point to like maybe allow uh uh excuse me jason jake what's his name jake jake jason maybe, lockley everybody jason lockley jason, you know famous guy in a hockey mask jason lockley <laughs> drowned at the camp 
<laughs> like I think he's always been in there, but I think having them in sync like that, it makes it easier to like get Jake to come out. Uh, that's kind of where I think, I think Hanshu wanted this to happen. He wanted Steven and, uh, uh, Steven and Mark to get like really close and to have that quick, success, uh, you know, change with each other so that, you know, they, they don't have to, he doesn't have to worry about those two because they're kind of one. They kind of keep each other busy, right? Yeah. Right. I, I, I think, man, I think you're exactly right. I think, I think like getting them to believe that they're out of the game allows him to just summon Jake to do whatever he wants. That was literally exactly what I was going to say. I felt like the moment that Steven was like, all right, you're dealing with me now and we're going to make a deal. I felt like immediately Khonshu was just like, okay, yeah, sure. You guys are free. Mark and Steven are free to go. But he knew that he still had Jake Lockley. And so I think that that was the only reason why he let them out of the game was because he was like, you're not out of the game. Nobody's out of the game. This is ridiculous. Like, yeah, like he was just like, you guys can think you're out of the game, but you will never be out of the game because I have Jake Lockley. I I think that uh like there's gonna be a point where they're just gonna they're gonna have to be fine with themselves right they're gonna have to like look I'm a firm believer of the power of friendship baby and you know what's gonna <laughs> yeah. what's gonna happen they're gonna help they're gonna help Jake out dude they're gonna they're gonna like be oh. like hey Jake hey you're a part of us but like hey maybe we shouldn't kill so much and then they're gonna be like best buds he'll be the brooding one Mark will be like the you know the the Leonardo one and then. Uh, you know, and then Steven will be Steven. I think they're gonna they they're gonna work together at some point. It's gonna I, be safe. I actually think that I I like that, but I'm gonna say I disagree. I think if they make a season two or a movie, it's gonna be a two on one. How do we <clears throat> I think because uh, I think once all of the true actions of Mark Spector have been revealed as Jake Lockley, as Mark Spector, as uh Steven Grant, and as whoever else, if there's even a fourth worse or a different personality, I think that that's going to irreparably damage his relationship with Layla. And I think there's one person that can get in that brain and kind of fix things, and that's Charles Xavier. And I believe at some point they're going to have to go to Professor X and have him go inside the brain and remove or permanently, almost like in Heroes, uh, the TV show Heroes, where they trapped Siler inside of uh, Nathan's brain. Uh, that's a deep cut for those of you who uh, watch Network Tommy. TV and in, in, in the big heroes fans. Uh, but uh, I think they're going to like basically put the Jake Lockley personality to sleep permanently or, or permanently in comic book movie terms in order to allow Steven and Mark to be a good guy because you can't have. I mean, you can have, but like if you want him to be a protagonist in a thing. It can't, he can't be a bloodthirsty, remorseless killer, which it appears Jake Lockley is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a guy to like lock up that sarcophagus. Oh, I was just going to say, um, I have a question for you guys. So when I was watching the finale, so like obviously in episode five, we saw uh, the two brothers like go into the cave and then the little brother died and blah, blah. And obviously like outside the cave, it looked like there were like conchu bird bones, you know? And I was thinking, what do you guys think about this? 
Do you think that that was Jake Lockley who dragged his little brother into the cave oh to kill him? Oh, because if Conchu was there the whole time, Conchu could have been instructing him since he was oh like a kid and was like, do it. The cave's going to flood. Take your little brother in there. Everyone will think it's an accident. Like, I wonder. I wonder. That's, uh, that's, that's dark. Well, I, you know, you bring up that scenario, right? And we wonder, is that memory, how real is that memory, right? Is Kanchu making this memory for Mark? I was wondering, is like the little brother, was that the Jake personality? Oh, right. Um, the and fearless. Like Mark, yeah, kind of like the fearless adventure. And like Kanchu wanted that personality as the avatar, not Mark. And so, you know, by thinking, by Mark thinking he kills his little brother, he thought he maybe put away this part of his personality, but it's still alive. It's still there. I don't know. This show is so weird. You don't know what was real or what's happening. I'm just wondering. You know, I was a little. You know, you got you kind of alluded to it, uh, alluded to it earlier, Whitney. I was wondering, like, how does Layla feel about this situation? Is she yeah. still with Mark and Steven? Like, yeah, they 100%. obviously know something's up. They they chain themselves to the bed. They know they can't be trusted still. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. how does Layla feel, like, about these two dudes who are, like, all over her now? <laughs> also, like, like where is she? Like, because she clearly did not, like, go sleep over at her boyfriend's mm. house, ex-husband, whatever's house, after Maybe she, she it's this. early. She could be out getting coffee to surprise him. She's coming back up the stairs. Maybe she's getting coffee to surprise him, a little French toast. I don't know. She seemed to never quite recover from watching what he did to everyone on the street like she got like they did the spell together but she never seemed fully back on board with him beyond that point like the way she was looking at him that never changed and then we never got any sort of resolution on that yeah and and on top of that to add to that tommy like they also never confronted the fact that he was there when her mother or her father was murdered when Layla's father was, they never really dealt with that. Like it was loose and then he dies. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, he was like, he was like, we'll talk about it later. And then he just dies. <laughs> like that's an important conversation to pick back up at some point. Which I mean, I God, mean, men will do anything to not confront their <laughs> issues, right? It's so true. Men will literally <laughs> die before they talk about their problems. Babe, <laughs> babe, there's giant gods fighting. We don't have time to have this babe, discussion just, right now. Okay, babe. babe just give me a okay, minute. Babe. <laughs> babe, babe, not now. Okay. My bros are over. I got I got Steven over in my head. The game's on. Come on, on, come now, on babe. babe. The, the game's, game's on. on. Babe, come on. Babe. I'm, I'm, throwing, babe. I'm throwing knives into people's chests. Come on, babe. Now's not the time. Not now, I got babe. a break in your uh, shop, D. Not now. Yeah, not now, honey. On, I do wonder, like, if I was Mark and Steven, before, you know, right after that, I would sit Layla down. I'd be like, okay, tell me everything you saw during that fight, please. Yeah, me too. Because I'd be like, what, the, what was that? What did I do? Part of the denial that allows Jake Lockley to stay separate is that they don't ask questions. Like, they know. Like, Mark, Stephen might be too innocent, but Mark might know and be like, if I don't ever ask, then I don't have to take responsibility for what I deep down know is true. Right. Plausible deniability. True. Yeah. Do you get, like, uh, what is it? Can you plead the fifth against... uh, was it fit, like you can't incriminate your other personality in a murder case? Well, you, you cannot be forced. Yeah, you cannot be forced to testify against your spouse. That's right. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess if like if you have a different personality, you cannot be forced to testify against your personality. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think? Do you guys think Mark and Stephen know? Do they know Conchu's still in there, or do they? Do you think they think he's gone, gone? I think they think they're free. 
Oh, there's gone, gone. Yeah. They think he's gone. A hundred percent they think he's gone, but he's not. He's not. He's not gone. I mean, look how happy they are. Like they're they're going through their day. I mean, we have this scene where they're in control of uh I don't know what you call it, like the the like that's where I got a little confused. Like, did, did, was that a dream when they went back to the the, the mental ward room, or was that them like just losing the abilities of Conchu? Or I think the way Eric and MT kind of talked about it on Inside Marvel was interesting. It was the like, the idea that like everything in Harrow's office was separate from the boat uh, psych ward, and like the stuff inside the office was within Mark Stevens. Head. So if you imagine, it's like the second level of Inception or whatever. Like that was the snow base, right? Uh, and then they got the hotel on the outside. So it's like they had to resolve the stuff inside the head and then they can resolve the afterlife uh, and get out. So it kind of worked backwards, I guess. So when they trap Ahmet inside of Harrow, inside of the head, they, they close him off too. Because I think Harrow had some agency inside the head of Mark and Steven when they were in the afterlife. So it, yeah, that was very confusing, man. Uh, and I, I don't know if I explained it very well, but like they kind of had to like switch the roles there. Yeah. And I think that just that, that scene just showed that they have, they have come to terms that this is the end of this chapter. They, they believe that this is closure for them and they're all happy. They trip over themselves. Oh, like, you know, this is our life, you know, <laughs> like, please, the, the, please. You, Steven, me. you masturbate first, please. No, I please. Insist. No, please. I after insist. you, I insist. That's what please. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Conchu, they think he's gone. They think he's gone, dude. Oh, 100% okay. they think okay. he's gone. And I'm going to stick to it, guys. I think that Jake was a child murderer. I'm calling it now. I think that there's... I mean, that's that's like a wild theory. And that's I great. I, that is a really rogue theory. I think he's a child killer. That. Little baby Ted Bundy. Little baby Ted Bundy. Baby Bundies, they're making dreams come true. Baby Bundies, they'll follow you after school. Okay. Uh, let's, let's, <laughs> can we as a society, society stop putting these serial killers on like pedestals? Yeah, and so weird. TV so, so shows strange. and stuff. I mean, we, yeah, we no, all love you. reading about it. Uh, we all are obsessed with the extremes of uh, what humans will do to each other, but we gotta stop. We gotta stop putting these serial killers on a pedestal. Oh no, that the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron, where they made him look like a scamp, like he was just a little <laughs> scamp. But it's like, it's no, he was like a murderer. Like you can't make this movie. You can't give him abs. Like stop it. <laughs> like yeah, we're, like worlds were destroyed. Yeah, he's like getting out of a pool, toweling off. They're like, it was like that Ted that Ted Bundy portrayal was akin to Ashton Kutcher's portraying Steve Jobs in that vibe. <laughs> oh, I like it was the that. same yeah, wow. vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we all forgot about Kutch, uh, Ashton Kutcher's Steve Jobs. I have not, never not one forgotten. For the history books. Uh, well, these are some great rogue theories, guys. Uh, I, I really hope we get more of this show and get some of these uh, ideas answered. Matt, I'm going to give you three rogue points uh, for your theories there. Uh, uh, Whitney, I mean, I'm going to give you four rogue points uh, for for Jake the Child Killer. I mean, that's dark. That's <laughs> yeah. some dark stuff, and I, and I like that. Uh, but Tommy, I'm going to give you five rogue points. Ooh, I love this idea nice. of Jake, Woo, Jake just pretending to be Mark is like, a, a great idea and like using all his documents and stuff and like yeah. people just think Mark's this like really bad guy 
I, I really like that. It's very smart. That also makes me like think it. Jake set up the date. I bet Jake did set yeah, up the date. Yeah, Jake set up that date. I think Jake absolutely set up the date. And it would explain why Jake's limo has the license plate Spectre. Because if he's impersonating Mark Spectre, that would make sense. I love it. I also love the idea that he wants to drive the limo. <laughs> he wants to be the driver. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I drive this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like feeling in control. That's the height of luxury for some, and I support it. I mean, uh, a Rolls Royce is a driver's car, right? It's, it's a car to be driven in. Also, we don't know if Kanchu has all his finger bones. They might just be floating, so if he just goes through a steering wheel. <laughs> he can't connect. grab a steering wheel. Yeah, yeah he can't. <laughs> Uh, well, up next, we're going to talk about the Kanshu Kaiju. But first, check out NewRockStarsMerch.com for all of our awesome merch related to Moon Knight, especially our latest obsession shirt, the Tomb of the Moon God. Once it's gone, it's gone for good. And also, by the time this episode airs, we'll probably have some new Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness merch available at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Be sure to check that out. It's a great way to support the channel. We also want to thank ExpressVPN. Using the internet with ExpressVPN is like going to sleep without chaining your leg to a pole in your house. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine. But what if one day you sleepwalk into traffic or steal a rare Egyptian artifact? It's better to be careful, especially when it's as simple as using ExpressVPN. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access and steal your personal data. But ExpressVPN creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so they can't. They'll never be able to. It'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption, and the planet is barely going to make it another 20 years, so you'll be safe. ExpressVPN works on all of your devices, the phone, the laptop, the tablet, even on your smart TV, and it's so easy to use. Just fire up the app and click one button to get protected. I like using ExpressVPN when I do my online shopping, especially when I'm out and about and using public Wi-Fi on my phone. I don't trust it, so I use ExpressVPN. Get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free at expressvpn.com slash rogue. That's expressvpn.com slash rogue. Expressvpn.com slash rogue. Hey folks, it's spring. Did you know that? Or is it spring? You know, sometimes it feels like it's winter. It's kind of cold in Burbank today. Sometimes it feels like summer and it's, it's super hot. It can be so difficult to find the right outfit in the spring when every day is different and weather can change at the drop of a hat. Luckily, Verity makes it way easier. They make the perfect clothes for all seasons. Verity is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with a modern design and functionality. It's that kind of effortless style you want every time you go digging in your closet. Maybe it's like a gorgeous print and it looks like uh, you, you've had it for years and it might be vintage, but it, it feels so great and it fits so well and it, and it was just made yesterday just for you. Well, that's Faraday. These clothes are great. I got a pair of their all-day shorts and I wore them from open to close at Disneyland and they held up all day. They felt great. They were lightweight. They added a zipper in the pocket so my, my ticket didn't fall out. It was the perfect thing. I love them. Faraday's so confident in the quality of their stuff. They have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. Talk about making it easier to get dressed. And right now, Faraday is giving all new Rockstars fans 20% off. That's 20% off! Head to FaradayBrand.com rogue and use code rogue at checkout to snag 20% off all of your new spring staples. That's code rogue at Faraday. F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com slash rogue for 20% off. Again, FaradayBrand.com slash rogue. Hey, I've got a controversial take for all of you. Moms are great. My mom used to make me homemade Lunchables. She refused to buy them from the store. 
She would cut out the cheese and meat into cute little shapes. I mean, can you believe that? I would never do that for a child, but my mom did it for me. Moms are also often one of the few people in our lives who still leave voicemails on our phones or call us just to say hi. So this Mother's Day, make that next mom call extra special. Boil your mom with the gift of quality premium wireless audio, courtesy of Raycon. Raycon wireless earbuds are a must have for super moms, all those masters of multitasking who need to keep their hands free. With Raycons, they can stay entertained, listening to their favorite podcasts or music, plus take phone calls with vivid voice technology, all hands-free. Uh, Raycons are user-friendly for those moms who are just switching to wireless earbuds, easy to set up, easy to use, and seamless Bluetooth pairing. Plus, they come in a bunch of fun color options so you can find a mom color that suits her personality and style. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me, she won't have a hard time getting them out. Even though, you know, moms have sometimes a hard time getting rid of that idea that uh, you should have like six kids. These won't come out, but maybe that thought will finally come out of their head. For the mom on the go, Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and 32 hour battery life with their compact portable charging case. They're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycons everyday earbuds have over 49,000 five-star reviews, perfectly fitting for a five-star mom. My mom's got some Raycons. She uses them all the time when she calls me uh, so she can keep gardening. She loves her geraniums. Uh, and wants to keep chatting while she's planting. Tell mom how much you love her and make sure she hears it in crystal clear audio quality with Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com slash rogue theory to get 15% off your Mother's Day order. That's buyraycon.com slash rogue theory. All right, here's something I know for sure. These gods need some therapy. Come on, get some therapy gods. They're out here fighting in the streets while they're 50 feet tall. This is gonna be our second topic for today. What are the ramifications of this Khonshu Amit battle, okay? What more can the citizens of the MCU live through? Do, you, do we think the public could see these giant gods duking it out next to the pyramids? Uh, if they could, or even if they couldn't, surely they saw all the purple souls leaving people's bodies. You know, what are the larger ramifications for this moment in the MCU? Uh, is anyone ever gonna talk about this again? How, how do we think this fight played out? Do we think people could see them? Well. I think how the MCU kind of handles this is rather than a like long meditation into the like citywide response and how people handled it, they'll give us the isolated story of like one guy whose wife was killed is collateral damage and that causes him to become an evil scientist and do something bad to thwart like Bucky Barnes in something down, like a year from now or two years from now. They don't really ever seem to do like, I mean, like, you know, the, the DC tried to do that with um, with Justice League where they had like Bruce Wayne carrying people from the wreckage of uh, Superman or maybe Batman versus Superman. That was rather, I can't remember. Those movies are uh, all such classics burned into my brain. But like where Bruce Wayne is like trying to like, do a civilian response and creates a foundation for the survivors of the Superman Zod fight. I just think in this case, Marvel tends to not like, they just kind of ignore that. Like they're just like, no, the battle's over and good defeated evil. So the ends justify much like uh, Amit, the ends have justified the means. Sorry about your city. Uh, don't worry. Someone will come in, or we also have that the TVA just cleans things up too, but we don't have that anymore. But that was kind of explained in Loki. It was like, oh, they'll come in and just fix it. Uh, I, I kind of think that, I don't think they could see uh, Khonshu and Amit fighting. I kind of feel like it was more like a natural disaster or like heavy winds or something. Um, 
you know, maybe a few special people could see him, but I don't think the majority could, but I think they could see, but I do think that they could see Mark fighting against Harrow uh, through the streets. And that's like, that's like normal everyday stuff in the MCU. Um, I do think though that with, I, man, here's, I'm like, I'm getting fired up because I think this is going to happen. I'm pretty stoked about this. I think, I think that the results of this with the celestial coming out of the, of the freaking earth and eternals with whatever happens in multiverse of madness, there's definitely paranoia is or paranoia. That's too, but paranormal activity is on the map. Uh, Things that, like, you know, Nick Fury, when he got wanted the Avengers to get together, it's because he wanted to protect the Earth from extraterrestrial beings. Like, who's going to protect the Earth from that? Uh, I think we're going to get to the point where we're going to be assembling a team. Uh, we're getting, what's that game called? I wrote it down. Yeah, Midnight Suns is coming out. So, uh, and I think that we're going to be getting the Midnight Suns coming together, kind of as, like, the paranormal response to, like, all of these threats. Like, Doctor Strange, uh, you know, Mark, uh, uh, Moon Knight could be in there. Uh, you could bring, a, um, a, 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 like, I think her name's like a Eliza Bloodstone in there. Uh, you know, like bring all these characters. Even Morbius was a member of the Midnight Suns at one point. Uh, and I don't know if they're yeah. gonna bring. Yeah, the, I don't more know what they're Morbius. gonna do. <laughs> like, Morbius, Morbius. <laughs> but I, I think we're kind of getting to that point where we're gonna get more team-based things building up to these kind of crossover events. We're going to get Young Avengers. Like, this is the response to all of this. Is someone assembling a team, probably Doctor Strange, of getting these people to come together to fight against, like, paranormal stuff. I like that idea a lot. I mean, that's what we're all hoping for. That's how we can get more more Moon Knight, right? It's like by having the Midnight Sun show up and just bringing in, like, a bunch of other people. Yeah, bring Johnny Blaze back, you know? I thought that there was a chance that that's who was going to be taking Harrow. When they just showed the leather jacket, mm. I was like, is yeah. this going to be oh, Ghost yeah, Rider? Yeah. And then, because <laughs> we, had, we had theorized that you don't even need to cast an actor yet, because you could just have him get in the limo, roll down the thing, and he's just got the flaming skull head, which is not safe for inside a car, but, you know. No, no, yeah. don't put that inside of a car. It's, it would be so, like, I mean... I don't know, man. Like Robbie Reyes was, I thought the guy who they got to play Robbie Reyes in a uh, Agents of Shield was great, and I was pretty like, I also was like, man, is this Robbie Reyes? Is he gonna show up? But uh, no, he didn't. Which is that canon? It's like loosely. I don't know. I don't know. Agents of Shield is unconfirmed. Yeah, I think I think the way they probably phrase it now, right, Tommy, is that like it's a it, it, it's like a, a splintered timeline. It's a branch right? timeline. Something. Yeah. Yeah, it's a branch timeline, like the same way Cap going back and being with Peggy is like a branch. Like this is Agents of Steel was its own branch because uh, we saw something weird in like the finale, right? Like the Triskelion was still there or something strange like that. The kind of the show saying like, hey, we knew we were supposed to be part of the MCU, but now we're not officially anymore. But so we're taking agency and saying our Triskelion's still there. That's right. Uh, you can't take it away from us. <laughs> Never take it from us. So do you? So if, if they couldn't see the gods, if they couldn't see these fifty foot tall gods, I asked this question, uh, Tommy, yesterday on the break room. Check out the break room every day uh, on, on New Rockstars YouTube. But it, so if people could see the purple souls going up and then going into Amit's mouth, do they just see like the souls going into the sky and then just like disappearing at like a, at the spot of Amit's mouth? And like also, how many of them were unexpected? Like how many how many people like lost like an ant that they didn't realize was like. You know, running, running like a gam, like a like a cockfighting syndicate or something, and was like, "Oh God, a- a- Aunt Trudy up in the sky now." Yeah, lots of people lost their cockfighting ants that night. Let's pour one out for all the cockfighting ants who died that evening. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cockfighting ants, by the way, is what Mark likes to watch when he goes at it. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, Mark. You got to clear the search history. Jeez. I don't know, you guys. I know that this is like a really boring basic answer, but my answer to this question is, I just think that the people in the MCU are used to it by now. I think that nobody's freaking out at all. I think that they are so jaded that they saw all the souls going into the night sky and they were like, well, at least this time a giant celestial didn't erupt the Earth's at least, surface. Or at least wait, it's wait, not wait, three wait, billion wait, people wait, this wait, time, Wait, wait, right? wait, wait, one second. Yeah, or at least it isn't half of all life disappearing this right. time. Wait, like, are, you, are you telling me that people are willing to ignore massive deaths and continue with life as usual just out of some sort of survival mechanism, knowing that if oh, they yeah. were to take precautions, not as many people would die? You're telling me <laughs> that an entire world of people would be more apt to just press on with life, acting as though there was not a, a worldwide, I don't know, I don't want to say uh, pandemic, but just a massive <laughs> like, uh, issue going on worldwide, like and that pandemic. the simpler, more selfish response is just to continue eating your chicken cutlets and going to uh, yes. going out to the Dairy Queen, not wearing your anti amit masks. I don't know. I don't know if I can buy that. This seems yeah. I don't. This seems a I little know, too far just, fetched for me. It's just a superhero fantasy, and this is a really rogue theory. You yeah, know? I know that that you're going too rogue, Whitney. I don't know. Life. I think. I, You've but, lost me here. I'm no, not willing I, I, to believe it. Everyone would fucking <laughs> ignore it. Nobody would fucking care. Nobody would care. They would still go on with their lives. I think I think what happens in the real world 100% proves your theory correct. I think your theory has been proven <laughs> over the last two years. Yes. I kind of want to know, like, if all these people are going to commit some sort of major crime, like, what what quantifies that? Because there was a lot of souls. There's a lot of souls coming up. Well, yeah, we we don't know the rules. This is like the good place, right? We don't know how you get determined to get into the the field of reads. Like, like if if Amit finds out that I still shoplift from Sephora, from Sephora from time to time, am I gonna like get got for that? Because I believe you should always keep your hand in the game so you don't get rusty. That's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we don't know if the Indian has like updated their rules over the years, right? Like, or you know, how do they how do they judge social media, right? The yeah, Indian's yeah, yeah. like new we rules, new rules from uh, the Indian. <laughs> if you uh, if you don't get ExpressVPN to block your browser, <laughs> and you buy some Tootsie from Mexico to have a little fun at your cousin's wedding, you're going to hell from Amit. Amit's taking your soul. I mean, all these actions make me think that like the MCU, as we get ready for Thor 4, right? If Is Gore gonna show up on Earth and all the people be like, yeah, kill some of these guys. They're out of control. Please do something, Gore. Yeah, dude, honestly, we've got, we've got like a fuck ton of them down in Egypt who have been wreaking absolute havoc. So please, his name is Khonshu, go get him. My, my, my grandma has a comorbidity. She's more likely to get eaten by Gore the God Butcher anyway. Uh, it's no problem. My cousin has type 2 diabetes, so obviously Gore the God Butcher is going to target him first. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't really even seen, like, like you know, new Asgard got introduced uh, three years ago. Has it been three years? Right? And, like, we still don't really know how it fits. You know, we haven't seen them, like, at play yet, which is interesting. You know, we're, we're about to. In, but in, um, I think it was No Way Home. There was, like, one little headline yeah. that was, like, political yeah. turmoil in New Asgard. And clearly, from the trailer of Thor 4, you know, it's getting built up. It's a tourist destination. 
They got cruise liners docking there now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this could be a. It, it, does does Norway get a cut of this money? Like, are they paying oh, up to the, oh, yeah. the country, or do they consider yeah, themselves they a sovereign state? The, we, we we've totally transitioned this rogue. <laughs> This rogue theory over to talking about Asgard. Let's, let's, let's get out. Are, are they a sovereign state? <laughs> let's get some political strategists in here next week for rogue theory and have them talk. Right. Well, I mean, is is Valkyrie like a weapon of mass destruction? Are, are they in the oh, game with like yeah. all the other countries who have nukes at this point? Are they, they in NATO? You know, we don't know what Korg's capable of. Yeah, yeah. Did they join NATO? Answer the question, Feige. Uh, so do we think, like, to, to, to what kind of what Tommy was saying, is is anyone going to talk about this fight ever again? Or will they come clean to the people? If they didn't see the gods fighting, how much are, is the public going to find out about, like, the events of Moon Knight? Very little, I, 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 nothing. Yeah. I think. I think we'll move on immediately. It'll be a news headline in the background. No one outside of Egypt at all, I think. In my opinion, I don't think that anyone who wasn't, like, there is even going to hear about it. Because it's just, like... Oh no, like what? They're gonna get like a headline from Cairo that's like, oh no, new MCU thing happened. Wow. And it's like, yeah, then the, if anybody even saw that, they'd be like, yeah, par for the course, whatever. It wasn't, yeah, it was a Tuesday. Potatoes. I kind of think that uh, that Egyptian girl uh, it probably took a video and like he's gonna put it on TikTok and they're gonna blow up on TikTok. Uh, oh, okay. Be like, dang. Like, yeah, yeah. Look yes. at these new superheroes. Yeah. The Inead blowing up on TikTok. <laughs> That's how we get the youth back into That's religion. Back. That's how we get some new avatars now that all our avatars are dead. Yeah. All our avatars are dead. They're dead. If if those souls didn't come back, right? Uh the the ones that were taken by Amit, if they if they are stuck in like the duet, this could be like a high level event though for the MCU because remember when they were showing in, in Civil War like all the tragedies and like why the Avengers were bad? And like Sokovia, I think the death count was like around 200 or maybe under 200. And I was like, that was a piece of land falling from the sky and crashing into the ground. So if a couple hundred people just died in Cairo, that's a big event. That, that, that's pretty major. I think they would have to address it at some point. So I don't know. Uh, but I love all these theories. Uh, so I'm going to give Tommy, I'm going to give you one rogue point. Okay. I think we can't ignore it. We got to move on. Uh, Someone's got to talk about it. Someone's got to talk about That's out fair. there. Uh, Whitney, I'm going to give you two rogue points wow. uh, for, for your theories. And, and Matt, I'm going to give you three rogue points, Ooh. which will bring us all up to six rogue points. Six, oh, wow. six, six. Look at us. As we head into our rogue question. Oh, One, two, three, man. four, five, six, six, six. <laughs> We're going to enter the multiverse of madness for our rogue question. So we need the devil's number uh, to be able to do it. So at the time we're recording this episode of of Rogue Theory. We have not seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness yet. We're all seeing it this, this day at some time. Uh, we will be out there amongst you in the theater. Uh, so we're not going to give us. a spoiler right now. Find Scavenger us. Find us. Scavenger you can find us, you I'll find give us you a treat. Yes. <laughs> Uh-oh, everyone's going to be hunting down Whitney. Oh, Look out. Uh, we're not going to spoil the movie because none of us have seen it, but I want to hear some Rogue, and I mean really Rogue theories for a member of the Illuminati I want to hear something too crazy to be true, but so crazy that it's too big to fail, okay? So give me, like, your roguest member of the Illuminati that it, people are going to be ripping the back of their seat cushions off, throwing popcorn into the air, going so crazy when this person shows up in the Illuminati. Okay, I'll go one that just makes no sense, but would be incredible. Um, this is a man who recently joined the MCU. Uh, this is a man who left... 
uh, a certain uh, movie studio franchise uh, thing. The, the, when he left, it was at the top of its game, and it's only gone downhill since. He's playing a different character in the MCU, but why not have Christian Bale cameo as DC's Bruce Wayne, the world's greatest detective, oh. pulled in from oh the multiverse to sit on the one of the Illuminati chairs. We're talking like a retired, retired Batman hanging out in London. And all of a sudden, like a portal opens up and he's like, you're in the Illuminati, buddy. That's right. He's having tea with Catwoman, tipping his cap to Michael Caine. Bam, he's in the Illuminati. Yeah, Bale, Christian Bale, Nolan verse Batman. Oh, that was You said so what's the good. craziest. I love that. Yeah. That's crazy. I love it. I love this. I love it. All right, I'll go next. Okay, so this one, he's having the time of his life. We talked about him briefly before the episode. I'm talking about everyone's favorite, Brendan Fraser as himself. He's going full Nick Cage on oh. this. It's like, Brendan Fraser, yes. get on in here. The actor. The actor, the actor yes. playing Brendan himself. Yes. He's having the time. He's a resurgence, and he's just on the Illuminati. He has one great great quip and, like, a smolder at the camera, and, like, there he is on the Illuminati. Brendan freaking like Fraser. It. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'd almost like it if it was George of the Jungle. Yes. He had somehow like swung oh. into the multiverse. Yes. Now, like his practical, that is his what practical I want. jungle brain makes the makes the uh, the Illuminati better. He understands yes. nature. Yeah. He understands how to commune with the jungle of any multiverse. I would personally love to see him on like on like the panel of the Illuminati, and someone goes, "George, how did you get here?" And he goes, "George, just lucky, I guess." I would love that. I would love that. That is perfect. That's perfect. That's amazing. That's amazing. And it'll explain his like his his disappearance from the, the screen. You know, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love this idea. That's a great one, Matt. All right, guys. I'm gonna tell the truth about who's on the Illuminati. Uh. We've we've been hiding it for a while here at New Rock Stars, but uh, you know him, you love him, star of stage and screen, Abbott Elementary, the Jimmy Kimmel Show with a golden bikini. His name is Tommy Bechtold, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. and he's oh. in the Illuminati. Oh. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, you son of a bitch. I always knew it. I'll never tell. I'll never tell. Oh. Stop lying to us, Tommy. You know it's you. You know you're in the Illuminati. You'll never I see Illuminati in Illuminati. <laughs> You'll never see me, Whitney, or Brandon ever again anywhere ever after this. Ever again after no. this, because Tommy's no. going to have us killed. Uh, this answer oh is perfect because it panders to my massive ego. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, these were some incredible answers to the wrong question. I'm giving everyone a point. Everyone's Woo! a winner. Seven, seven, seven. Across the board. Ding, 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 ding. Vegas, baby. Uh, in honor of, of Multiverse of Madness coming out uh, today, yes, everyone wins today. Yes. Uh, and that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you to all our guests today, Whitney Van Lanningham, Matt Acevedo, Tommy Bechtold. Support our channel by checking out all of our awesome merch over at NewRockStarsMerch.com. <laughs> if you've got thoughts on some of our Rogue Theories, or maybe you have some Rogue Theories of your own, you can share them on our Discord. If you're over 18, Click the link for the new Rockstars Discord server uh, down in the description below and join the conversation. Uh, be sure to check out The Break Room, our daily live show streaming every afternoon live from our headquarters here at New Rockstars on our YouTube channel. Follow me at Grit and Barrick. Follow New Rockstars on all our social platforms and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel 
right here. Please see you next time. Have a great day. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.